Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. All right, we're recording. We're recording. All right, I'll let you go ahead and do the intro on this one. We're really recording. Yeah. That's my intro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's All a right. good intro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I, here's what I love is we. Yeah, go I ahead. I, Blame I, it I, on me. You know, I, 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 you know what it was? I was looking at my internet and it says loading. I didn't realize <laughs> I was on the other screen. I thought, where's my partner? So uh, we did a podcast last week um, and um, I screwed it up and we lost the feed. I don't know what I did. So <laughs> we're going to okay. make it up and we're going to redo it today. So what I wanted, I was excited about this. And it's it's not off topic because it is about vocal health, but it's uh, it's about protein. <laughs> and you're like, what the heck does protein have to do with singing? Well, funny enough, if you're in Vendera Vocal Academy, you know we have several uh, teachers and uh, we have a whole team. And uh, a couple of the people on our team is uh, Claude LaRoche and Tiago Costa, who actually runs our songwriting workshop. And um, Tiago is into mixed martial arts and he studies other uh, various uh, forms of martial arts. And uh, he was telling me a story a while back that when he was studying and going to class, he felt like he plateaued. He, he, he wasn't getting the moves down. He wasn't getting a bit better at his kicks or his grappling. Uh, and he felt worn out by the end. And he told his sensei, he's like, you know, I just, I'm just stuck. I don't know what to do. I'm, I think I'm done. And uh, his sensei said, well, are you taking protein? He's like, well, no. He says, why? He said, well, you have to. I mean, when you work out to help, you know, feed the muscle and rebuild everything, you have to go home and take a protein shake. You, you have to up your protein. And so Tiago started doing that. And it really helped. I mean, it got him over that plateau and everything. So fast forward a few years, you know, you joined VBA. And if you're in VBA and you go to the critique session, uh, section, session, I'm thinking about martial arts session. If you go to the critique section, you can see Tiago's uh, sit in many songs to be critiqued. And he was a good singer from day one, though he didn't believe himself, but he, he was. But you can hear him grow. I mean, you can hear his voice like like open up like a moth to a butterfly. It, it was amazing. And so he he's one of these students who really soaks it in and has really done everything every week in the school and a model student. He's really he's put in his time and he deserves uh, the better voice that he has built. However, Tiago reached a plateau. And uh, he wasn't getting any higher notes. He, he was doing the sirens, falsetto slides, transcending tones. He was doing the vocal power skills. He's doing everything in his exercise that he should. But he still had this notch in his voice. Now, it wasn't his break. He didn't smooth out his break uh, even before he released the four-week vocal break eraser because we're just that good. I'm going to do a little. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
selfless promotion. Anyway, all jokes aside, uh, he just reached a point and he was tired. You know, he's tired after he exercises and it clicked in his mind. He thought, you know what? Maybe I should do protein after uh, I do my vocal workout. And so he started this uh, secret experiment and he shared it with Claude. And uh, they never told me about it. They were really working hard on it. And lo and behold, it made a difference. So why? Why did it make a difference? You're talking about vocal cords. You're not talking about muscles. <clears throat> yeah, we are. Uh, if any of you read my book, Rebalance Your Voice, uh, you know like in Raise Your Voice, I don't, I don't get into the muscles. I don't even get into the true and anatomical way that the chords uh, duck together because I wanted to keep it very simple so beginning singers wouldn't have an issue. You don't need to know uh, about the cricothyroid or, you know, the TA muscles or anything. It's nice to know. It's really, it really is cool to know, but you don't need it to develop your voice. I mean, uh, singers have been doing it for hundreds of years, coaches and creating amazing voices. However, in Rebalance Your Voice, I talk about the three sets of muscles that are important for uh, vocal cord production, for, uh, for vibration. They are the PCA, the posterior cricorytenoid muscle, which is uh, mainly used for those really low notes. Uh, then you have your TA or your thyroid muscle, which is uh, the muscle that uh, adducts the cords together. It helps to close the cords, like when you're swallowing or even your speaking voice. And then you have the CT or the cricothyroid muscle, which is engaged when you get past the break and it'll actually tilt the larynx down to kind of stretch the cords like a tuning fork. So with that said, uh, how does this help you sing? We're not worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only telling you about these muscles because, yes, indeed, there are muscles surrounding the cords. And not only that, with the way that we teach, there's your abdominal muscles, there's your back muscles, there's the intercostal between your rib cage, there's the diaphragm. So all of these are muscles that you're engaging and working when you're singing. Now, one of my favorite things to hear from a student is when a beginning student comes in and he says, look, uh, after a practice session or singing for you know 30 minutes or an hour or doing a gig, my throat hurts. And then after several lessons, they come back and complain. After singing for an hour doing a gig, my stomach muscles and back muscles hurt. I'm like, congratulations, you're finally doing it right. You're engaging the correct muscles to get better breathing balance and to make those tiny little muscles. There's three sets of muscles around your cords. And there are more muscles, but those are the three major sets um, that will help you uh, sing correctly and effortlessly. So you are working muscle when you do these exercises. Uh, if you've been around us long enough, you know about the pocket vokes. And when you're bubbling into water, that water does represent weight, like going to the gym, you know, you're throwing two 45 pound plates on a bar and you're, you're bench pressing. So every uh, depth of water, every notch, like on a pocket box, like it's an inch, two inch, three inch, that is more weight that you're adding to your voice um, to, um, you know, to create this back pressure again. So you are engaging and working the muscles against this weight when you're doing that or when you're singing, uh, you know, a lot and doing a lot of exercises. So these muscles need to be fed. So I don't know what to do. How can we feed these muscles after we're done working out, Ben? I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. So uh, pretty much you just have to 
ingest something. You have to eat something. Um, something. Uh, so protein, that's, that's what uh, Tiago has, uh, you know, he recommends. And actually he has like, uh, they're working on a super secret special project. Indeed. That will go over more things besides protein. Because I mean, it's like, okay, have protein after you sing. Like, okay, great. Like, <laughs> now what? Um, you know, so so there's there's more to it that they're working on. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, okay, if we're in this podcast, we're saying, hey, take some protein because you are a working muscle. Yeah, that's that's gold. It really is. Uh, but what if there were more? What if there were a protocol? And that's where Claude and Tiago come in, and they are working with this program. Now, I know for a fact that Claude's been speaking to uh, professors and scientists and, and doctors uh, about this, and they're they're creating something that's very, very simple, so it isn't like 21 steps. Uh, it is a few steps beyond protein, but not very many. Uh, I can't share them. They'll kill me, but they've got me started on them. And in fact, <clears throat> when I'm out on the road with I Prevail, I'm going to have Brian do this. Of course, I give all the credit to Claude and Tiago for this, uh, just so they know when they, they hear this. And I've been doing it. I've been doing it for many weeks now. And the weird thing is, um, as a coach, yeah, I, I teach every day. I do the exercises, and I, I realize kind of not half-heartedly, but not with full enthusiasm, especially after my accident, but having things like this, I think, oh, my gosh, I need to take protein. It's done this little mental weird thing to me, the thinking, I've got to work out my voice like going to the gym. Now, this don't apply to everyone, but for me, man, it has got me – going uh, even back to the gym because now my gym is 20 minutes away even though I have a home gym so I'm driving to the gym and I'm I'm going over voice rx with the pocketbooks which is one of my warm-ups and then on the way back I'm doing the ultimate vocal warm-up uh into uh the rock and metal singers warm-up routine and then when I get home I do the isolation exercises and then I take my protein shake so it actually suits me and serves me uh in the morning for vocalizing, it gets my butt to the gym, I'm working out, I'm getting healthier, and I come home. I also do it again at night because uh, I'm running for at least uh, 45 minutes to an hour on a treadmill doing cardio singing. And uh, side note, this has nothing to do with protein, but when I'm running, uh, half the time I wear my mask vokes. You can hear it up against my face. And lo and behold, and Benny actually turned me on to this. I know we're sidestepping, but hey, it's our podcast. We yeah, it's our podcast. We'll do what we want. <laughs> ben used to say, man, I just put the mass folks up to my face, and I was thinking, whoa, wow. And I'm like, Psh, come on, man. Oh, what? I can see it for a noise reduction, but dang, if he wasn't right. When I put that on, just knowing that my voice has to uh, center and go through that tiny hole, um, Wow. I, I'll wear it for a little bit and sing a couple times, take it off, and I have more buzz to my voice. Yeah. And here's the weird thing now, because, you know, we do research and we watch to see what everyone else is doing. And I've seen some coach, I don't even know who it was, were talking about using a coffee cup and they put a hole in the bottom and do that for back pressure. And now I've seen people talking about you going to the hospital and getting one of those, uh, like, uh, the masks for snoring or for breathing, for oxygen, and using that. And I'm like, I applaud them. I mean, those work. It's, it's the same principle. Uh, but with the mass folks, I love it because um, all our faces are different. And luckily, the way Dr. Dinozoglu set it up, you can flip it 180 
uh, so it'll fit your face to give you the best buzz. Uh, but um, when I do this, when I use the mass votes, I feel like I'm vocal weightlifting as I'm singing because of that back pressure. So when I do take my protein shake after that, I'm feeling the benefits. How does it make me feel? Well, I'm going to be honest because, you know, I'm new to this and everyone knows my story and I am working hard, but, you know, deciding not to do surgery is the best thing in my life, though it's a slow process. Um, however, I'm not seeing like massive changes like Tiago has. However, my voice feels smoother. I feel like my recovery time uh, is better. And generally for the last five years, I always wake up with a sore throat, um, more of an ache on the left side from the damage, from the nerve damage, from the glass. And it's weird. Uh, I don't know if it's a placebo effect, but I swear, Ben, I, uh, it's not as often now. It's like I'm waking up, I'm like, wow, because the first thing I do in the morning is I, I check my voice. I drink water. I do, I do some microbubbles. Of, and like, okay, this is bouncing back. So uh, I, we're just suggesting that you try. I've been talking yeah. this whole time. Ben's like, <laughs> what the heck, man? You know, I never mind whenever you talk all that, like, because I just, I don't have to work as hard. Um, <laughs> but um, I remember reading, uh, I, I like the website Reddit. And so it's, it's sort of like a, kind of like a forum in a way. And so I saw this post, uh, someone posted hey, I've been working out a lot and I'm, you know, I'm working out three times a week and I'm running five times a week and I've been drinking enough water and I've been trying to go to sleep and wake up consistently and I don't like play on my computer right before bed and I feel like I'm doing everything right but I still feel like I have low energy. Um, what's going on? And the, the comment the t so you can upvote and downvote. So the, the more votes a, a comment gets, the higher it appears in the comment section. Um, I wish they would implement that on Facebook because there are some people I want to downvote. <laughs> but, but the top comment on that post was, how much protein do you have? It sounds like you're low on protein. You should have more protein. And that just like blew my mind. I'm like, what? That is so weird. That never occurred to me um, that that could be, you know, that type of issue. And the guy said, Oh yeah, well, I mean for breakfast, I have pancakes with syrup. It's like, okay, well that's all carbs. Uh, you know, it's sugar. Um, the syrup is sugar and you know, pancakes are carbs. And I mean, wheat has some protein, but not a whole lot. And so, uh, so the guy said, you know, so a bunch of people, Oh, this was on the, um, this was on the fitness subreddit. And, uh, you know, the, the consensus was, Hey, you just need to have more protein. It's like, what? That that's such, that was such a foreign idea to me. I had never heard of that before. So for me, sure enough, I've started. Uh, I've been having much more protein. So I've been having around 120 to 160 grams of protein per day now, um, and it's actually easier than it than you would think, uh, as long as you pay attention to it. Um, but I mean, you know, for me, it's it's made a difference. Like I just feel more energetic. So I mean, that's if if you try this, you know, that might be. Um, you know, a nice side benefit. Now you there's, know, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Go. I was just going to say, so how, for those who are wondering the way I'm getting my protein is one is protein shake. You know, I have a protein shake and a uh, protein shake. A usual serving has around 20 to 25 grams of protein. So I have about two of those a day. Uh, so that's around 
I think I have 48 grams of protein from that. And then I have eggs. I really like eggs. So I will have four eggs for breakfast. And that's, uh, and some people will say, oh, the cholesterol. Just no, it's, that's been so debunked with egg. Mm. It's fine. Um, so I'll have four eggs and that's another 24 grams of protein. So that right there is 72 grams of protein. Uh, and then I also, um, I do meal prep. So I'll have, you know, a tray of chicken and rice. Um, and I have, you know, that's around 35 or so grams of protein. So I have two of those. And so you put all that together, that's like 140 grams of protein. And that's only, uh, let me think here. One, two, that's around 1700 calories. Um, doing that. And then I have some room, you know, for marshmallows or Oreos or whatever. But at least those calories aren't mar uh, all marshmallow or Oreo calories. Right. Right. And uh, that's the one thing, uh, even hearing you talk because we inspire each other so much. I haven't, and even Tiago has been on me about this. I haven't really been tracking my protein. I take the scoop. I have the whey protein and I'm like you, um, my workout regimen's kind of different. I'm using some different protocols. So I have to work out every other day at the gym. But uh, on the days I'm off is um, when I real I still do cardio, but I really up my protein. And we do a lot of chicken. I grill out like every week. We have the George Foreman. I'm it's summer. I've been grilling outside, and chicken, chicken, chicken. Uh, little carbs. I mean, we do do a lot of broccoli, and I try to stay away from the potatoes. And then I do the protein, and we do eggs, of course. So, and I don't I don't drink pop or anything like that. So you know, it it is. I mean, just. Uh, if you do what Ben does and follow it, uh, you'll be better. Uh, if you start out like me, you're still going to be better. You're just not going to be as good as Ben. <laughs> but you you need to you need to start thinking about these lifestyle changes. And yeah, I, I actually do have um, a slight uh, side note. I guess this yeah. is we're, this is Tangent City. I was going to call this podcast all about protein and health, but I think I'm just going to call this. A convoluted series of tangents. That's the name of this podcast episode. Um, so, uh, dang it, I lost my train of thought making that dumb joke. Um, I'll have to edit this. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So, um, oh, right. Lifestyle changes. So, um, a while back, I think it was last year, uh, I started this experiment um, where I decided... Uh, and if you go back and listen to last year's podcast episodes, you or if you heard back then, you'll recognize this. So last February, I think it was, I decided uh, for the second half of February to just track my calories. And I wasn't going to try cutting my calories or like changing my diet, really. I was just going to keep track of how many calories I ate. So for the second half of February, um, that's what I did. And uh, I was surprised to see that I just kind of ate a lot of stuff just snacking. Um, especially Oreos. So then I decided, okay, in March, I'm going to do, I think, I think I have this right. March, I decided to do, well, I'm going to have 2,500 calories a day, 2,500 calories a day. That's a lot of calories. Yeah. Um, but I decided I'm going to do 2,500 calories a day. And then I gave myself three days off, um, to just eat whatever I want. Um, and so I did three, uh, 2,500 calories a day for the month of March. That's a lot of calories. And so even it was pretty easy to not go over that. Um, so that's what I did. And then I think I lost, I forget now, I think like eight pounds just from doing that. So that tells me if I was, if, if I was able to eat 2,500 calories a day for the entire month of March and still lose weight, that means I was eating way more than that. Um, you know, before, so 2,500 calories a day, next month was, uh, 2,400, then 2,300, then 2,200. And each time I lost eight pounds or five pounds or six pounds each month. 
doing that. So one of the ways I was able to um, stick to my calories uh, was by doing meal prep. And for those who, uh, so basically the idea of meal prep is you take, you know, two hours or three hours on a Sunday, and then you make like 15 or 20 meals um, to eat throughout the week. So some people will do like two or three recipes. So they'll have, you know, they'll have chicken and broccoli for lunch, and then they'll have, you know, salmon and potatoes for dinner. And, you know, just some people will do a bunch of different recipes and you could still do it all in just like two or three hours. Um, for me, I just do one recipe because I don't want to bother with all the different stuff. But so some people like the variety, but anyway, um, that's what I did. I just decided, okay, I'm going to take some chicken, you know, grill it, whatever, make some rice, um, and then just portion it out into little trays. And so each tray was about a pound of food. That's a lot of food, a pound. I mean, that'll be filling for pretty much everyone. Uh, but it was only around 500 to 550 calories per tray. Um, so, so that's what I did. And then I just used plenty of chicken in that. So I was getting probably around 40 to 50 calories, sorry, 40 to 50 grams of protein per tray. So I was getting a lot of protein in there. And then the other thing is I just, I just tried to minimize the amount of oil I was using because like a tablespoon of oil is like what, 120 uh, calories. I mean, it's, it's a lot. Um, so I just tried to minimize the amount of oil I use. I just, you know, use the spray or whatever on the pan so it doesn't stick. Um, but by doing that, I mean, I didn't really feel hungry too much, um, doing that. And I was able to get good amount of protein and, uh, not over, not go overboard on the calories. So, um, for anyone who's singing, you know, our body is our instrument. You know, so we have to like take care of ourselves and we only get one body. Um, so, you know, I would recommend if you want to, uh, you know, get in better shape, you'll be better off for it. Your voice will be better off for it. So whether that's diet, whether that's exercise, I would strongly recommend looking into doing those. I got to make a side note here. Another side note, another tangent. Yeah. I, I've tested Ben. I've helped FaceTime me or whatever and areas prepping all these little bowls. And I'm like, I got to get on that. I'm like, man, you ought to just put the recipe on sing better fast. I'm, I'm calling you out. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, I'll just, um, we all, we all have a podcast of, of cooking with Ben, and, <laughs> but you know what? The cool thing about, uh, I would love, I mean, we'll, we'll touch if, if enough people email us, then Ben will do it. Um, but, uh, and I've say it cause I know he loves me and he won't get mad at me for, you know, making, <laughs> but the thing is, is a hormonal balance too. Um, and I feel it's funny, um, Ben said about the eggs. A lot of things are in my head right now. For one, back in September, after I got back from my first trip from India, I started on, I, I will not name the product because I don't want to um, smack the company, but I started on uh, human growth hormone. And for me, it was the worst thing I could do. I've even had blood tests. It completely messed up my hormones. I went from like 187 uh, to almost 208 pounds. And it was, people, it wasn't muscle. I've never been over 190 in my life. So I got off of it. Uh, went back to India again. I, I started shedding the weight. I was down like 192, 193. I came back. I thought maybe I didn't do it right. I want to use it so I could build more muscle. I tried it again. I wasn't even on it two weeks and my weight jumped back up to like two of six. And that's when I went to a doctor and had my blood test and he said, yeah, duh. and I was already off of it. So I think the one thing I noticed after that, I started losing a lot of hair. 
And my doctor told me when you mess up your hormones like that, you'll lose a lot of hair. It'll grow back. Uh, but I started on the chicken and the eggs and the protein and making sure I'm at the gym. And it, it must be working. It must be rebalancing your hormones. And that's what we want to do. That's why we want to keep you away from the sugar and warm protein. Because 4th of July had a great 4th of July day. My wife had to work like 12 hours. <laughs> and so what did I do? I, uh, I, I have a huge lawn. I have uh, two acres. And then I've got probably another two acres up into a hillside that I weed. So... I finished weeding the hillside. I cut all my grass. I weeded the front hill. I weeded all this. I worked for nine or 10 hours on cutting my grass. That usually takes me two to three days to do whatever I do. I get really sick really easy in the sun. Did not affect me once. What have I done differently? What have I really done differently? Well, I'm no longer taking HGH, but the only thing I've really done differently is up my protein. And watch and make sure I'm, I'm eating less bread, you know, and I'm not, I, I don't, I don't eat candy. I stay away from that type of stuff. So there has to be something to it. So singers, um, I know we're on all these tangents, but think about it. If you're on stage and you're like, oh my God, I, I, you know, I have great technique. My voice feels good, but I'm so tired. I can barely make, I mean, I'm exhausted by the end of the set. I never used to be like this. What, what is your eating routine like? You know, whether you're a gigging musician on the weekend or the road, or you are you heading to a gig and you stop by Taco Bell and you drink a big gulp Mountain Dew and, you know, stuff three burritos in your mouth, uh, you know, or are you eating, you know, some nuts, some almonds, you know, taking some protein, eating chicken? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, you are your instruments. You really are. So this isn't a diet podcast, uh, but this is, in a way, a lifestyle podcast. We try to feel that way. We get a lot of emails saying you, you've really inspired us, you know, to to uh, be more than we can be. So that's why we brought this up. And of course, I, I wanted to promote uh, Claude and Tiago uh, before they release this program because I'm telling you what, as soon as it's out, and I'm one of the guinea pigs, it's my lifestyle. And I've known this. I've done the Gracie diet. I talk about it and raise your voice. But uh, this program they're doing, it's even easier. It's so easy. Uh, to do and even Ben's uh, the way he he makes this chicken and the rice it's easy too this isn't like dramatic to do so it's just little changes we want you to make you need to be conscious of what you're putting in your body because that really is your voice yeah and uh, one other thing is um, you said little changes what it comes down to um, there it's very rare when anytime you're trying to improve yourself whether that's learning a skill, singing, diet, fitness, whatever, it's very rare that there's just you can do one thing one time or you can do one thing for a week and it's going to make a huge difference. Almost nothing works that way. Um, for almost everything, it's a small thing that you do repeatedly over and over every day for weeks and months and years. So, um, like for, so let me explain what I mean by that. Let's say you wanted to become a sumo wrestler. Um, if you go out and you go to Krispy Kreme and you order 10 dozen donuts and you stuff your face with 10 dozen donuts in a single day, you're probably not going to put on a huge amount of weight and turn into a sumo wrestler overnight. If you wanted to do that, you would have to eat a 10 dozen donuts every day for like five months, right? Um, and the same is how it goes for, uh, you know, if you wanted to lose weight or get more fit, you can't just have one salad one time. 
You know, you can't just take one day of no eating. That's not, I mean, that'll help, but it's not going to instantly take you from looking like Jabba the Hutt to looking like Brad Pitt. It doesn't work that way. Um, same for singing. You can't just, you know, practice 10 hours in one day and then instantly the next day you're Chris Cornell. You know, it doesn't work that way. It takes small, consistent, it's, it's small actions consistently over time uh, compounding. And the other thing to note is it's easy to not take the step. It's easy to not practice, you know, for your 45 minutes or hour or whatever. It's easy to say, oh, well, you know, I was supposed to do five days a week, but I'll just do three days this week. Or, oh, I'll take a week off or I'll take two weeks off or I'll take a month off. It's easy. It's seductive to fall into this. Ah, eh, well, you know, it doesn't really matter if I miss one. It does. It really does. And the same, you know, with diet. I mean, this is something that I personally have kind of struggled with. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to say like, oh, I'm going to watch my calories. I'm going to do this. But then I've had days where I'm just like, eh, forget it. And then I'll go, I'll have six days in a single month where I just pizza and ice cream, pizza and ice cream, you know? Um, so the point is you're not, there's no one magic thing you can do that's going to instantly transform anything. That doesn't really happen. It, it's the small step taken consistently over time. So if you wanted to become a sumo wrestler, you're going to have to eat a lot every day for months. If you want to become Brad Pitt, you're going to have to eat a little bit less and exercise every day for months or years. If you wanted to sound like, you know, Shinedown or Chris Cornell or Mariah Carey, you have to practice consistently, repeatedly, daily, for weeks or months or years in order to get the outcome. Um, and so just, just keep that in mind. There's so, there's so much this focus on the end result and not enough on the process. And you, you, you can't skip the process. You just, you have to go through the process to get no, there. Beautiful, beautifully said, because so many singers have that I want it now syndrome. And we've seen this time and time again, you know, they think if, um, you know, they, if we say, if we would say, Hey, we want you to do 24 minutes of exercise a day, like using B24, one of our programs, and are like, well, if I do it three times a day, I want to get there three times faster. That's not necessarily true. And most times you'll fall off the bandwagon and then you'll be more discouraged. So that's why, like, even when I started as a coach, I was very adamant about keeping a diary. That's why I have the Ultimate Vocal Workout Diary. Listen, if you're in Vendera Vocal Academy, please, in week one, uh, ben created a basic diary for you to write, to print out and write and keep track of every single day. That's how you're going to track. And then you look back, you're like, oh, I ain't really growing. And then six weeks in, you look and you look at that diary from day one to that, that last day. You're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I've gained two notes. Okay, that, that don't sound dramatic to you. I want 16 notes today. It is because if you really look at it and think, wow, I gained two notes and I comfortably can hit those two notes where the third note below I was struggling for years, that is huge. Yeah, there may be bigger gains on the low range, on the top range. You may gain six notes. Everybody's different. But the point is, is if you incrementally work this and, and not expect results overnight, you'll get there. You can't get six packs six pack abs overnight. So, yeah. And, uh, actually, so you mentioned diary. Um, the other thing is if you say, Oh, I haven't gained any notes and maybe you haven't, but you go back and you check your diary and you see, Oh, I practiced eight times last month, you know, 
Exactly. Exactly. That's, there's the reason. I had a kid. Uh, one, one of my first Skype lessons, years and years and years ago, this kid did a lesson. And um, like, I can't remember. It's been so long. Maybe five or six weeks later, he, he emailed me. He's like, look, I don't know what's going on. I haven't gained one note at all. And I'm counting it up. I'm like, okay, it's been uh, six weeks. So at least uh, six times six uh, practice sessions, 36, maybe only practice five times, six times five or 30. Okay. So he's practicing 30 days. What is going on? I emailed him back. It's like, well, okay, can you tell me how many days you practiced? He said, oh, I think I've done maybe four practice sessions. I said, there you go. There's the problem. Uh, don't book another lesson. I'm not working with you. And he flipped out. Please. That was, you know, that mentality thing. I got to have another lesson. Nope. Said, you work out 30 days straight. And uh, then you contact me and then you can book a lesson and I will know in the first five minutes if you practiced. And this is not a lie. This is what happened. And uh, I made him practice for 30 days straight. And I usually don't do this. And he did. He improved so much. He improved so much. He actually uh, got a scholarship to college for, for vocal uh, performance. So that's hard work. Yeah, I remember that story. I really like that story. And I, I have a similar story about me, except for the, the happy ending. So uh, what was it? Uh, last month? Was it last month? Yeah. Last month, I decided to uh, track my calories, um, as I always do. And uh, last month, so I give myself three days per month where I can just eat whatever I want. Pizza and ice cream and Oreos, right? So I have three days per month where I allow that. Last month, I got lazy and I did it like eight times <laughs> over the course of the month. And so I didn't really lose any weight. And so at the end of the month, it's like, oh, dang it. I didn't lose any weight. Oh, well, why is that? And so I go back and I check my 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 calories. I check my diary, my where I recorded it all. It's like, oh, well, the reason I didn't lose any weight is because I did my best impression of a hog eight days uh, last month. And so probably isn't the best idea. Um, so, so I tracked that, you know, so I know why it is. It's because I didn't do what was required. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it could have been now if I weren't tracking this, it, I could have said, Oh, well it's the diet plan I was following. And then I would go try to find a new diet plan or whatever. Um, and I would try to blame the diet plan, but really it was my, uh, not sticking to the plan. And that's what we see with singers um, often is they'll, they'll, you know, get a book, they'll get a lesson, they'll, you know, uh, sign up for the academy, whatever. And then after a couple of months, they don't see the result they want. And they think, oh, well, I need to, well, this coach didn't work, or this book didn't work, or this method didn't work, or this course didn't work. So I guess I'll just go to the next one. But really, the problem was not practicing. So, uh, you know, that's why you got to keep the diary. It's, it's to keep you honest. All right. So we covered a bunch of stuff and we went in a bunch of different directions. So hopefully everyone found something useful in here. Um, we will keep you informed uh, when Tiago and, uh, and Code, uh, you know, come out with, with their program. And I'm actually really excited to see it. And I still haven't seen it yet. Um, only Jamie and Tiago and Claude know what's going on. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, hopefully all these tangents have, uh, you know, inspired you to really look into taking some whey protein after your vocal workouts. Uh, if I can end this podcast with saying, 
we want you to work out smarter, not harder. So as I say this, I don't mean I want you to blow out your voice, but think of it like a gym workout. So when you're doing your isolation exercises or vocal power scales, whatever you're doing, that four-week vocal break or SRV24, make sure that you're get, making every second count. Every time you're doing a pitch, that's the only pitch that matters. It's not about quantity. We don't care about you getting 60 notes. It's about quality. I'd rather you get three notes and really focus on each pitch uh, to you know perfect it and really build the muscular coordination for that frequency uh, before moving on. But put in the time, put in the effort, make sure it is a vocal workout. Uh, that way you're really engaging all those muscles. How do you do that? Technique. You know, you know it from VVA, you know it from Razor Voice, and then take your protein. You'll be much better off and progress quicker if you don't, um, you know, do this half-heartedly. Do it yeah. with everything you what's, got. What's the saying? I don't want to see you do it half-ass. I want you to whole-ass it. What's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to say ass, but I guess we're allowed to say ass on our, our It's pod our podcast. <laughs> All right, it's our podcast. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode. See ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.